0: Hey there, girls and gals. Just a heads up, um, we had some technical difficulties with uh, recording for this episode. So, our audio is going to be a little bit rough, especially um, starting after a couple of minutes um, after the episode begins. So, please forgive us for the crazy audio, but we hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, girls and gals, I'm Shelby.
1: And I'm Annalisa. And this is
2: He's Too Loud. He's too loud. Woo! We win! We win!
3: Now looky, looky, looky here yeah. Listen up, all you dorks and geekers uh, Turn up the volume on your buds and speakers Two girls, fresh pair, like genuine sneakers Breath of fresh air for you goons and freakers Just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush Two queens, two clowns, she's too loud to turn down yep. If it's yep. Too loud, y'all, then I definitely mean it yep. These ladies put the G in feminine genius What? What?
1: Peace by peace, he restores my faith that a man can be kind and a father should be great. Kelly Clarkson.
3: So
0: anyway, those voices were Kelly Clarkson herself. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Welcome back, everybody.
1: For us now. <laughs> this is <Take> try three. <laughs> <laughs> Take three. But um, we have it all figured out.
0: Yeah, we do, I think. Anyways, um, so we have a couple of guests today um their names are pat knight and ethan zeldon say hey guys
2: hey guys hey gals
0: oh hey girls and gals <laughs> um they're our guests today today we're going to be talking about just a little sneaky peek God the father um but pat and ethan are our friends from franciscan university and from vagabond mission so mm-hmm. um we've known them for quite a while they were so generous as to come and listen come and listen come and record with us on the podcast
1: mm-hmm. come and listen to us talk on the podcast they're actually not participating in the conversation yeah,
0: right at all they're just listening yeah, um they're just guests but also just I don't even think we pointed this out in take one or two <laughs> but maybe you did is that Pat is one of our most faithful listeners he listens to
1: every oh. episode and we're so <laughs> glad to have him here. Yes. thanks
4: Pat
0: yeah. Ethan's like yes. I don't know if I've ever listened to an
4: that's episode
2: that's true so oh that. yeah I Ethan did. didn't know you had a podcast so. no so so true story uh uh <laughs> I took a I took a road trip a couple months ago and I was like, I'm gonna listen to a podcast and I thought about listening to your guys' podcast, but the playlist I was listening to was too fire
0: and Mm. I I just
2: I just couldn't turn it off.
0: You thought about it and then you're like, But you know what's better is just my music by people who I don't know personally.
1: (laughs) But yeah. um, Okay, we forgive you. When Pat came in today, I was like, Oh, it's nice to meet you, Pat, I'm Annalisa and he said, Yes, I've listened to hours of your voice and I said Cool. <laughs> um, they quick. say never
4: meet your heroes. Uh, you know, I was really <laughs> yeah. nervous. I started sweating everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, I guess let's jump right into our weekend update. Yeah. Shelby, <laughs> how was your weekend? Hey, my
0: weekend was pretty good. Um, my dog had her birthday on Saturday. Pepperonis. Yay! Happy birthday, Pepper! Happy birthday, Pepper! Three years old. And on Monday, we had um, her first obedience class, which was fantastic. Um, I feel kind of tired of talking about it after I already talked about <laughs> yes. it. But um, but she had her first class. She was very well behaved. And I'm excited to see how much she's going to learn in the next couple weeks. And then my last one was that I went to the Restore Conference in Cranberry Township on Saturday. And um, there were some great speakers. Heather Kim, Katie McGrady. Um, and to make a long story short, I'm going to move to Lake Charles and infiltrate Katie's family. And become part of her community for her only. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Um,
1: (laughs) my weekend update is that I went out to dinner for my friend's birthday to P.F. Chang's. Mm -hmm.
4: We love P.F. Chang's.
1: (laughs) We're big fans. It was my first time there. And then on Monday, I went to this church that has all these relics called St. Anthony's out in Pittsburgh. Um, and then went to the Grant Bar restaurant, which was also very yummy. And I had Dutch apple pie, yummy. and I've been thinking about it all week because it was so delicious. As you should. And for Sunday baking this week, I made a cake and brownie cups that were both very yummy. Brownie cups. And that's my whole weekend update. Nice. <laughs> um, Pat or Ethan, whichever one of you who would wants like to go, go first? first. Do you guys want to fight for it?
4: So my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Um meanwhile, while, while Shelby was at the conference um with my good dear friend Sarah Galger mm-hmm.
1: um, and Colleen.
4: And Colleen. I Riley.
1: W- yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
4: Friend of the podcast. Yeah.
1: Guess mm-hmm. on the podcast. Another faithful mm-hmm. yes. Another wow, faithful is listener. Wow, truly a faithful listener.
4: Um meanwhile, I was with uh Sarah's uh beloved goblin husband, uh Liam Galger. <laughs> <Liam. laughs> and they're and they're a uh, beautiful potato of a boy, Eamon. I
0: love Eamon. He's the cutest yeah. bean.
4: <laughs> he's, uh, he's a very sweet little angel. He's awesome. Um, and we watch Mr. Rogers. And oh, we, so <laughs> this Amon. is his favorite that's show. That's um, so cute. And then eventually uh, our other friend Jeremy Seal showed up. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
4: YouTube.com slash nativebirds. Uh, please <laughs> check him out. He just finished doing a review of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power.
0: Um, is he for or against Rings of Power?
4: You're gonna have to find out by oh, go to YouTube.com/slash/nativebirds no. I, I and to watch listen it though. You don't?
0: Well, I don't. I don't want to listen to it if it's negative. I really it's,
1: liked Rings of Power. I mean, you
4: know, Jeremy. It's like it's it is against the show, but it's like funny. It's good spirited. All right. It's well, I'll like, think about it. I wouldn't yeah. know
1: Jeremy if he hit me in the face. <laughs> He's gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh, that's kind of rude." Is it, I always get that saying wrong. What's the actual saying? Well, like it's not?
0: like I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know a cheerleader it, 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 it hit but, me in the yeah. head.
1: Or I th- isn't it like my mom always says something like I wouldn't I wouldn't know him if I fell over him or yeah something, if I like, like tripped over them or something. Like <laughs> yeah,
4: but you know what, Jeremy? If you do listen to this podcast, hey, you you stole me three hundred and sixty dollars, dude. Pay off,
1: Jeremy. <laughs> Pay off, Jeremy. Hey,
3: Jeremy, collections is coming for you.
0: That's Look, yeah. collections came, came for me, and <laughs> they will be coming for you. They, did. they came for Selva. They really did. Actually, um, that's
4: actually not even true, but leave that in. I <laughs> <laughs> believe
0: it. Oh my gosh. Um, so Pat, that's an awesome weekend. Did you have anything? I'm sorry, I interrupted because you were talking about Jeremy and Rings of Power, but continue. Um,
4: no, that was that was the the joys of of Saturday, um, and then Sunday, as always, we uh, we take our, our lovely chillins to uh, mm-hmm. to mass, and then we have uh, Jesus class, which is our. Our version, the Vagabond version of RCIA, the fun version. Um, yes, the fun <laughs> version, and uh, and that was honestly that was a delight. Um, this this past Sundays. That's a good
0: time. You, team- you guys are awesome with the teens. Yeah.
4: Yeah, we we do. We, teams we do. We, thankfully, now Vagabond has like an official curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, many moons ago, we would just kind of talk about be Jesus. like, "What are we talking about today?" <laughs> and we'd be like, "I don't know, what are we talking about today?" <laughs> 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 exactly. Uh, the, I don't know. Yeah, but, but now we have a very a very good curriculum, um, and awesome. we just kind of we just work off of it, which is so much easier. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. Thank
4: you to everyone who was responsible in making that happen.
0: Mm. Ethan, what about you? What's your e- weekend update? Uh,
2: Saturday actually, I actually had a pretty busy day. Um, there's actually a really funny story behind it. <laughs> so like six months ago, I bought a Groupon to get a oh. massage. Okay. Ooh. and uh, i scheduled it but then that day that i was supposed to go my parents were like hey do you want to come visit this weekend and i was like
0: Shh. and, where are you and are you you're like from? no i'm getting a massage you're I... from where again texas
2: no i'm originally from california but my parents right. live in north carolina wow. now.
0: wow fake right. friend
2: <laughs> um, i literally I don't yeah remember fake too. friend <laughs> uh, san diego san diego but home is now raleigh north carolina
0: oh fun!
1: Wow. i forgot yes, about that in
2: case y'all didn't know that yeah um, that's awesome yeah, so I went to visit my parents in Raleigh, uh, so I had to reschedule that massage, and it finally happened this past week, and... How was it? And, and uh... It was alright. You know, <laughs> I, I I guess, you know, I've been waiting six months for this thing to happen. It was a lot of build-up. Was it anti It was, like, a oh. lot of build-up, and I was like, you know, it, it was good, but, uh, yeah, I guess I hyped, I hyped it up too much. Yeah. Wow. Um, was it, like...
1: I'm so sorry. Off? Like, did you... What... Did you just get, like, a... <laughs> It was just, just a regular, was, like
0: a regular massage.
2: Just, to, just a regular massage. I mean, I oh, don't I'm know. I'm sorry my, it my, didn't my live up to your one,
1: expectations. Was your was masseuse um, a boy or a girl? I'm just curious. A woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: boy or a girl? <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. Did anything uh, else happen this week? Like, anything good?
2: <laughs> yeah, no. And then uh, the church that we partner with um, had one of their charity bingo nights, mm. um, which pat bailed on me uh so i went by myself um but no it was a lot of fun um the christian mothers led the bingo like it was it was to benefit them and it was it was a lot of fun um the joke i keep telling people about bingo was there were two groups of people there people there to have fun Mm -hmm. and people people there there to win win. and i was just trying to have fun
1: Definitely someone that goes to win. Annalisa's
0: pretty competitive with like most games, but it's so there's like especially I love like bingo at nursing homes, but mm-hmm. they they are there to win. They're not. Oh, there Oh, they they are
2: definitely there to win. Yeah. and uh, they, you know, I'm I'm not part of the Christian mothers, obviously, but they they made a pretty penny <laughs> off of obviously. bingo night. They really? Yeah, bingo night is really really popular, and they, that's why they only do it twice a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow, it was a ton of fun. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. I was
2: uh, only. One strip of raffle tickets away from winning the biggest raffle wow. of one hundred fifty dollars cash and one hundred fifty dollars in grocery gift cards. The winning number was zero five, and they only sold them in like strips of five. Yeah, and uh, uh, the winning number was zero five, and I had zero zero through zero four.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I was
2: literally one ticket away from winning, and I was, really... I was so mad. Just a
0: hot take is that like. As we know, gambling can become an addiction, and I think that bingo is like a gateway to a gambling addiction mm. gateway drug
2: as someone uh, who is before I worked for vagabond i <laughs> worked ironically casino. worked at a casino <laughs> um and it's really sad to say that i I worked in retail, so I didn't like you know run the tables I wasn't like running tables or yeah doing any like actual you know casino things um It was really, it kind of was, yeah, sad to see that, like, even though I worked in a retail store, I did have regulars Mm -hmm. um, who would come in who, some I would say, very much had gambling addictions. Some I would say were just really, really smart. Um, Like, there was was this man who I knew who was a regular who, no joke, was a rocket scientist. Like, he was an aerospace Mm -hmm. engineer, was, like, a millionaire, and just was a very intelligent man, knew how to play cards. Yeah. Very well.
0: If you can count. Um, if you can count well, that's to yeah. be fair, because I can count, but I can't count well.
2: One, two, uh, two three. <laughs> but I count no, I, I at, think, at least to
0: a hundred. <laughs>
2: I think church bingo night is is <laughs> pretty mild. Pretty, pretty mild. Pretty okay, well, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm glad to
1: hear it. I'm glad to hear it. I went to um, a casino once. I did the slot machines, and I didn't. I don't really understand. Yeah, yeah. I just was pressing the buttons until I was out of money. Yep. <laughs>
0: I have also only, so my mom does this thing where uh, when each of us turned 21, she brought us to the casino. She gives us $20 to spend and um, same, started off with the slots, was not doing well. I went to a poker, one of the digital poker games, if you will, mm. um, started making money and then I started losing money and um, then we left. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. I was pretty much just getting lucky and then I lost it also, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Yeah.
1: One time. Anyways. Anyways. Okay, well, happy weekend update, everybody. <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like we're like all over the place, but we're bringing it in, bringing it in, ran it in. Today's topic is God the Father. We don't um, have any of ourselves, <laughs> but it is God. The, I've, I mean, what a great topic. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped. Um, I was like trying to think of things, and then I kept thinking. I feel like we talked about God the Father, but. We didn't. We talked about, in season one, to all of our OG listeners, with Father Rufino, we talked about spiritual fatherhood. Yeah,
0: I didn't even remember that mm-hmm. until you said that,
1: but we sure yeah. did. Yeah, and so, I was looking back on that episode, and we started that one with telling some dad jokes, and so I thought, second episode on fatherhood, it would seem only right to start again with some dad <laughs> jokes from the crowd. Pat and Ethan are so excited. We're going to let you get started, because you yeah, seem you excited. Guys, you uh, hit us off.
4: Yeah, I've got, I've got a dad joke. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um you guys ever bought velcro before no. yeah no i wouldn't it's
2: a total ripoff
0: <laughs> nice <laughs> cool any more from from ethan what about you? i guy? wouldn't
2: call this a dad joke more more a thought but um so you know at the grocery store how they have self-checkout yeah aisles yeah. or like scanners yeah why isn't there a mirror
0: to check yourself out. Sometimes there is. Oh. Like at Walmart. <laughs> nice. And that's why l-
4: this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Walmart.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sponsored by your neighborhood Walmart. Okay, fun facts with the Walmart you, self-checkout with the camera. The camera right there. Is Miko and I were grocery shopping the other day and all of a sudden this like notification popped up on the screen that was like, um, like cashier needed, cashier needed, like before proceeding. And we were like, what the heck? And so then, like the cashier comes over and it's like, Potential theft alert. Potential theft alert. And it had this, like... I didn't know that was a thing. It had this video clip of, like, us scanning the items. And they were, like... The cashier had to watch the video to see if we if were, like... If you saw something. If you were sneaking an item. It was just because Miko and I couldn't decide what to scan. So we were, like, going back and forth <laughs> on what to scan first. So we just looked like idiots. But, yeah, you could literally see on the screen this, like, shot clip of, like... Oh, my gosh. Like, back... It was, like, a five-second clip where it was, like, potential theft.
0: yeah. That's insane. I've never, I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) That's so crazy. Um, Okay, I have a few dad jokes. Okay. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Sophisticated. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't have to fake laugh. I have three, so you have to stick with the next two. The next one, I might have told when we did our spiritual fathers Uh thing, because when I looked it up, I was like, this sounds really familiar. But I like it a lot still. If April showers bring May flowers, Mm. what do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. Pilgrims, yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: good one, right?
1: That one is pretty sophisticated. One, it's not only funny but also informative. <laughs> it's also historically accurate. Occasional.
0: I can
4: laugh and learn at the same time.
0: golly I, I'm in. You know, I'm sold. I'm sold. Okay, my last one is kind of astute since we um, we had one. It'll make sense in a second, but we had one of these recently. Oh, how does the moon cut his hair? Eclipse it wow you guys suck yeah, it's not, <laughs> that's not funny, it
3: is funny <laughs> he clips
0: it anyway we did have a lunar eclipse and guess who made the mistake of thinking that when they said it was on tuesday i thought that meant tuesday night it actually meant tuesday at 5 a.m so mm. i missed it anyway nobody cares so mm.
1: go ahead with your dad jokes out <laughs> uh, my dad jokes uh, are as follows what did the evil chicken lie a bad egg Deviled eggs. <laughs> oh. oh. Um. My next one is, knock knock. Who's there? Nobel. Nobel who? Nobel. So I just knocked. <laughs> nice.
0: You know what's the worst part about mm. the fact that we're telling dad jokes is that they're so cheesy that they're not funny. So nobody's laughing, which makes it a little bit awkward. But <laughs> I like them.
4: Thought we were leaving space for the laugh track.
1: <laughs> the laugh track's <laughs> broken. <laughs> um. <okay. laughs> Uh, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No. Ask me what happened.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo.
1: What happened? Uh, the teacher woke him up.
0: Aw, he had kidnapping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of dark. Uh, and then my last one is I sold our vacuum cleaner, it was just gathering dust. Aw. Or, that makes the vacuum sound lonely. <laughs> have you heard about the invention of the shovel? It's the newest groundbreaking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're about to move on. This is so awkward. <laughs> it's funny because no one is laughing. No one's
0: laughing. It's so awkward. But
1: I guess that's the nature of the beast. Let me try one more. Pat, this is exactly. You got another one? Just one, one more. Maybe this one will land on the crowd. Thing. And if not, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll move so on.
0: So that's, that sounds good. Good plan.
1: Why did the man name his dogs Rolex and Timex? Why? Because they were watchdogs. <laughs> oh.
2: Is Timex
0: an act, a type of watch? Yeah. I know, I've heard of Rolex, but not Timex. It's a brand. Interesting.
1: I just want a It's a, a roly, cheap roly, roly, roly. I don't know the words. Uh, All right. Okay. okay, well, that was a, a fun way to get us started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing, everybody. <laughs> um, so the first question today is, what does it mean to say that God is Father? Yeah, so I
0: guess I... <clears throat> wanted to start off quickly by saying that God, the father is one person of the Trinity. So our God is one God, three persons. Um, and, and God, the father is one of them. So anyways, um, and I think I was thinking about like, nowadays we talk a lot about like in, in general, like people having daddy issues, mommy issues. And it's like, it's often used kind of like as a joke, um, or people like diagnosing their friends and being like, Oh, you must have like daddy issues. Um, mm-hmm. But um, when I was thinking about this, like the fact is that like our mothers and fathers do hurt us in either in small ways or in big ways, um, whether they mean it or not. Like even if you've got the world's best dad, like probably you have some kind of like father wounds because um, our mothers and fathers are not perfect because they're human. Um, And I think I've said this on the podcast before, but um, the people who we love the most can most easily hurt us because like it's the nature of like caring about them and them caring about us is that that wound, it hurts more when, um, when those people like hurt us or, but yeah, so we're all imperfect. We all make mistakes. Um, whether we're like a sister, mother, father, friend, like, um, you know, we hurt the people that we love. Um, so all of that to say like that father wounds are like a real thing. And yeah, I just think about, like, so because we, like, have these wounds from our own fathers, we often, like, project those onto God the Father. <clears throat> so I think, like, you know, as people of faith, like, who maybe we look up to, like, God the Father, we're trying to pray with him. Like, our relationship with him can be colored by the relationship we've had with our fathers. So, um, like, whether you have an absent father, a violent father, um, one that's emotionally abusive, um, one with high expectations, um, a punishing father... Uh, We're likely to project those things onto God the Father. And on the flip side of that, like if we have a good father who cares for us, um, you know, lets us know that we're loved, that we're cared for, um, that we're worth it. Like we're worth the effort and we're worth the time. um, Maybe not always, but like you're more likely to see God the Father in that light. Um, And I guess back to like what does it mean to say that God is Father is whether or not we had a good earthly father or a, like a, I mean, none of us have had a perfect earthly father. Um, it doesn't change what, who God the father really is, mm-hmm. you know, like whether I'm projecting this good image or this bad image, um, God, the father is good objectively. Um, and he is perfect. Um, so
1: yeah, <laughs> I think, um, well, when I was thinking about this episode, um, I was a catechetics major And I had to do a curriculum um, on the Our Father years ago. And um, a lot of the lessons were about, like, what does it mean to call God Father? And, like, um, yeah, like, what is that all about? And something that I really loved is, like, the distinction – that, like, calling God our Father, um, like, in the prayer, especially, like, our Father who art in heaven, um, there's a paragraph of the Catechism I have pulled up, it's just one sentence, but 2786 says, our Father refers to God, the adjective as used by us does not express possession, but an entirely new relationship with God, and so I think, like, when I think, like, what does it mean to call God Father, like, I think it just means, like, God has a relationship with us, like, God desires that relationship with us, and that's, like, what it's all about, like, he's not, like, distant, he's not, like, separate, but, like, as a father, like, loves a child, like, God the Father, like, desires to have that, like, close-knit relationship with us, and so, like, when we say that God is our Father, um, it's not so much just saying, like, oh, God belongs to us, but that, like, God desires to know us, and that, like, we love God, and the Father loves us, um, and so, yeah, I just think I love, like, that, that fact of, like, it's all about, like, a relationship, and, like, to call God Father, like, establishes the fact that, like, he wants a relationship with you. There's a verse in Galatians that talks about that, which I also had pulled up because it was part of the same thing that I was looking at. But it says, um, when the time of filling come, God sent his son born under the law to redeem those under the law that we may receive adoption to sonship. Mm. Um So, like, when Jesus became man, like, we became... Like, mm-hmm. we earned, or we, like, received the ability to become children totally. of God again. Like, that, like, um, union was restored. Love Which it. Is so Awesome.
0: Boys, thoughts? What makes God our father? Or what does it mean to say that God is a
4: father? It was really weird that you, um, and we don't believe in quink and inks,
3: but. <laughs> <laughs> and quink when and you, inks. When
4: People. you text me to ask you about God the Father, I, I'd been, Praying on that exact reflection for a little while now, um, just because in the mission here, um, it's fairly common, um, or the common family dynamic for our kids is like mom, grandma, aunt, mm-hmm. uh, or some combination of of all three are the primary caregivers. Um, mm-hmm. There's uh, just unfortunately for our kids, not a lot of present fathers or father figures in their lives. Um, And so it's very common and frequent that um, for male missionaries, there's this um, good expectation that we can fulfill some of those fatherly roles Mm -hmm. for the kids. Um, Obviously, like I'm not going to wait at home for a kid and like, go through their report card with them <laughs> or like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit on their porch like and wait for their prom day with a baseball bat. Yeah. But like, you know, in, in ways we do, um, seek to fulfill, um, or sort of fill that void, um, for them. Uh, cause like you said, like the fact that like the term like daddy issues is like so common, um, in like people's lives and and the in their wounds and the way that it affects them just speaks truth to how significant the relationship with the father is yeah in any of our lives and how important that is. Um and and that's just that's not just because of the human connection. It's because of our our need really to have a good relationship with with God the Father. Mm-hmm. Um and so to me, like you said, like I, I just um looking at like how how is God a father? Um I first looked at my own dad, right? Um because we're all in God's image and so naturally our own fathers hopefully are going to be some at least some um imperfect reflection of that.
3: So,
4: mm-hmm. Um sort of story when um I was young, I don't know how young I was, probably 6 or 7. Um I was at a bowling alley with my dad. And my dad was like, hey, son, uh, why don't you go Why don't you go to the vending machine and uh, grab me something? And he gave me five bucks. And I was like, this is the most important task of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad finally sent me off to do something you? on my own. No mom, no dad. I, have to, I really have to do this myself. So I scurried to the first vending machine I could find. And you know, it was a bowling alley. So they had like a sports vending machine of just like, like wrist wraps and like bandages <laughs> and i was like is this what he wanted is this what he meant he wanted me he didn't specify he just said something from the vending machine So I panicked, and i just put the money in and just pressed the buttons and the first thing that came out was like this like wrist bandage oh, wrap like an ace bandage <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like probably my dad i was like dad look i got you something from the vending machine oh my and my dad just looked at it he's like um. Yeah. Thanks. Oh. Thanks, honey. Um. It's not. It's okay. That's not really what I wanted. Look here. i us taking a snack. You and I. <laughs> you and I. Let's go. Let's go try this again and go get a Gatorade, which is what. <laughs> what
0: was really, he really we wanted.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so we went and did that. Um. And um, what that tells me is that like, um. God wants us to be big kids and he trusts us in a way to handle our own things. Then naturally we can lean on him at any time, any place. Um, but he, he wants us to be able to, to go forth and do his work, um, without, um, having to worry about like, you know, am I doing this the right way? Um, because he's always going to give us the tools that we need to succeed in his work. Um, and he's not going to shame us. He's not going to betray us. He's not going to look down on us for trying our best. Mm-hmm. Even if our best is getting an ace bandage,
3: <laughs> <and> <laughs> machine.
4: Like, even if our best is like in the moment, not great.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, he's never going to, to shame us for that. Um, mm-hmm. because he wants us to be able to go out on our own. Um, as, As good and loving and present, ever present as God the Father is. He's, in a way, almost mysteriously, he's not a helicopter dad, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, He, equal parts, lets us do things Mm -hmm. on our own and completely trusts us to do so. Um,
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I like that dynamic of, like, yes, he is there, like, if if we need to lean on him. And, like, you know, if we come back and we're like, I did it, and he's like, not really what I was thinking, but <laughs> but um but he does trust us to like to do well and to to be good and but he's also there like when we fall, when we mess up, like he's he's right there like he rushes to our side. Um that's an awesome story, Pat.
1: Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. That made me think of um I heard this like analogy before about like a dad <laughs> cooking in the kitchen and that like the kids will be like, "Oh, can I help? Can I help? Can I help?" And then the dad will be like, Yeah, for sure. Like, I would love for you to help me. But, like, really, like, letting your little kid help you is not actually helping. Like, it's making it, like... Very counterproductive. Yeah, (laughs) it's making it complicated and it's making it, like, harder and, like... Like your dad probably could have easily just like gone to the vending machine himself, but there's something like so special about the relationship that a father has with their child, like out of love, like I want you to do this, and like mm-hmm. I want you to know that like I trust you to do it. And mm-hmm. um, I think like in a similar way, like in the kitchen when like a dad's like, yeah, you can crack the eggs, even though you're probably <laughs> gonna get them all over the table and like tons just, of shells, in, of your shells eggs. in your yeah. I think that it's the same idea, where it's like out of love like god the father like lets us do things even if he knows like we're not going to do them perfectly Mm -hmm. any thoughts ethan
2: yeah i totally agree um yeah i think the word that like we're all that all of y'all have mentioned so far is like teacher Mm -hmm. um but like the two immediate words that always came to like always come to my mind are like provider and protector Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know, because, you know, we, we said, like, you know, you reflect your daddy issues on God the Father, but at the same time, you know, you have to look at the the flip side of that, and, you know, you look at all the good things that your father has done. Um, yeah, and that was just, like, always my dad, is he always was just, like, a provider and a protector for my family. Um, yeah, that was, like, my main point, but now you got me thinking about teacher, which is so funny, now it's, <laughs> like... But it's interesting that you said provider,
0: because I was, I was just thinking that uh, like myself was, you know, what are, what's one of those other qualities that Mm -hmm. our earthly fathers should, um, portray that God, the father always portrays as provider.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes me think that like my, my dad had done so much for my family. Um, he is now a retired firefighter. Um, like I said, I'm originally from Southern California, um, yeah, and he just like always wanted to provide for my family, like you know, not, not just in financial ways, but yeah, as like being a teacher, as being, you know, so many different different roles that he had, um, and yeah, he had he had faults within it, like obviously, like we we said, you know, no father is perfect, no person is perfect, um, but yeah, he always made sure like we were we were very much like taken care of and provided for, um, mm-hmm. and the fact that. Uh, yeah he would come home from working you know a 24-hour shift um because that's what firefighters do in southern california um you know he would come home at eight o'clock in the morning and and my mom would ask him like hey honey like how was your night and you know my dad without like necessarily complaining would be like you know i got like three hours of sleep because you know <laughs> grandma fell out of bed and we had to go like <laughs> pick her up or you know like someone's smoke alarm was going off at like four in the morning and they couldn't shut it off and you -hmm. know we had to go like take care of that and um and my dad would still like willingly like make breakfast for the family um like even though he was going off you know like three four hours of sleep Mm -hmm. um he would he would still like come home after working for 24 hours and would like cook breakfast not only cook breakfast but his big thing was like he would also clean too because my dad's very like ocd (laughs) and he's like you're not not cleaning the pans right like i gotta do it did you just um, put
0: a cast iron skillet into the dishwasher? Like,
2: <laughs> no, not that. No, not that. That. Speaking of teacher, my dad taught me how to. Clean a cast <laughs> yes. No, yes. Yeah. yeah I, was, I will never make that mistake. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just always seen like God the Father as as provider, and um, mm-hmm. you know, even, even as a missionary now, like and, and having to support raise or fundraiser salary, um, like I I had no doubt that I would be able to do it. Even though I don't necessarily have the biggest like supportive community behind me, I knew at the same time like God is gonna provide for me, yeah, um, like he's gonna put people in my life that will want to support me and uh it's funny young yeah, Pat and I actually met this uh dude named Anthony at at the bus stop outside of Carrick High School probably about a month and a half two months ago um he's actually a magistrate. Um, here in Imperial PA, he's a, he's a judge, so a judge, a a big powdered wig. He's a judge at a, judge. Oh. a, judge really? at a district court. Wow.
0: Me too. Um,
2: <laughs> but yeah, he came out cause like right next to where the bus stop is, there's another district court and he was there for the day doing work or whatever. And he came out, and we started talking and like, I didn't even know within the, like that, like two minute conversation we had, you know, we exchanged info or whatever. And then he invited me to like, he wanted to buy me breakfast. So we went to like the small time diner. And that's when I found out, like, I should have gotten the hint that he was Catholic. And, like, he really supported the work that we do. Um, but, yeah, it was just funny that, like, you know, we're standing outside a bus stop, like, Pat and I do in our, you know, weekly, like, routine of mm-hmm. of work. And this, like, random man comes up and is, like, I really like what you guys are doing. Like, I want to I help yeah. support you in, like, whatever way I can. Um, which, yeah. that, you know, like, God provided through that dude. And, uh, you know, me getting a free meal, me getting some, some hey. good diner breakfast. Um <laughs> But yeah, also, it's just funny that like, yeah, uh, you know, not to get political, but yeah, speaking of like the, the recent elections, it was funny is uh, Anthony actually called me um, Monday night and he was like, hey, you know, you've given me like so much insight about like Catholic ministry and especially like inner city youth ministry and all the work that you do. And him and I have had conversations about, you know, just how how poor and how honestly like such a failure the pittsburgh public school system is mm-hmm. to to the kids um all across the board not just the kids that we serve um uh, but yeah you know I, I shared so much insight with him about ministry and stuff like that and and he wanted to call me because he wanted to give me i wouldn't necessarily necessarily say like political advice but he just wanted me to he just like wanted to reaffirm me and saying like yeah you know i as a judge am like more into politics than i'm sure you are and uh what he really just wanted to say was uh you know like take whoever you're gonna vote for to prayer like very much like leave it up to god and like whatever Mm -hmm. god's will is once again like taking it back to like god the father like being the provider like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's not just gonna provide for us individually like god will provide for our communities our our state our nation our our world at large because like we all are part of creation we all all are part of of everything that this father that god the father has created for us yeah um And in every aspect of our life, he's going to, he's going to take care of us and he's going to be that, that provider and that protector.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on that note, I was like kind of thinking about the passage and I'm like so bad at actually quoting like where these things come from, but I'm pretty sure Jesus is talking to his disciples and maybe talking about the, our father, maybe not, but he says like, ask your father for the things that you need. Um, if you ask, like, if you ask a good father for an egg, he won't give you a snake. Or like, Mm -hmm. I think if you ask him Mm -hmm. for a loaf of bread, he's not going to give you a rock. Um, and I think sometimes, and I was actually having a conversation with my little cousin the other day, and he was just asking me like, why? It was basically the question like, why do good things happen to bad? Uh, why do bad things happen to good people? Why do good things happen to bad people? Well, it's just well, it, it's just be like that. Um, I asked myself
1: that. I <laughs> too,
0: little nephew. But um, <laughs> but I was just I was kind of trying to tell him like, when we ask the Lord for good things, he never he never ever like gives us something bad, something that's not mm-hmm. for our good. Sometimes do we like receive bad things? Yes, like from the world, um, from the devil, like trying to tempt us away from the Lord. Like he he does make bad things happen. Um, But God never, ever provides um, the bad thing when we ask for the good. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's all like he provided for you. Like what you needed was maybe donors. And he was like, pfft in an unexpected way, like he provided. Um, and he does that for us a lot. And I, I know I personally forget, like I'll ask God for things and I forget to look like for the answers to that prayer. And then later on, I'm like, Oh yeah. Remember when I was like, really needed this? Didn't think I was going to like, didn't even like really believe that this prayer would be answered, but like it always is, even when we don't see it or it happens in God's time, quote unquote, and we don't see it for a long time. But, um, yeah, he's a good provider.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then the next part of the conversation, I feel like these kind of go hand in hand, but, like, the question, which we've already kind of talked about, but, like, why do you think people struggle to understand God as their father? And then, like, what are qualities of a good father? Um, And so I wanted to start off by, I quoted Kelly Clarkson at the beginning of the episode, but... um, (laughs) As you should. As I should. (laughs) But... Like, what I have always struck by with this song, Piece by Piece, is that she's talking about, like, her earthly father and then, like, um, uh, or, like, a stepfather or something, like, coming into her life and, like, showing her, like, oh, this is what a good dad is. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what a good father is. And, like, my, like, biological father, like, whatever it is. Like, my dad never was like that, but, like, now I have this in my life and, um... Yeah, I think that song is so beautiful. But, like, every time I listen to it, like, I always think that, like, by the end of it, she's talking about God the Father. It sounds like God the Father. (laughs) It makes so much sense. Like, there's the whole last chorus where she's, like, piece by piece, you collected me up off the ground, um, where he abandoned things. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, like, I'm always struck by this image that, like, God the Father does everything right. Like, he is, like, he shows you that, like, a father can be and should be great. Um, And so yeah, like, in my mind, like, what does it mean to, like, what are qualities of a good father? Like, I think a good father is loving. I think a good father is, like, caring and, like, invested and present. Um, And those are, yeah, I just think, like, like, there's so many words that you could think to describe, like, what would make a good father, you know, like, someone that protects you. So, like, all these things that we've already said provides and, like, um, is there for you when you need someone. And, um, I think that like, as for, like, why we struggle to understand that, like, God is your father, Um, I think a lot about what, Shelby, you were talking about, that there's just so much brokenness, like, in people's, like, by, like earthly father situations. Like, um, I've known so many people that, like, cannot grasp that God could be father. Or just, like, on the turn that, like, they don't want to believe. Like, it's like, oh, my gosh, well, if God is father, then, like, I don't really care about God because, like, their understanding yeah. of, like, their dad mm-hmm. is just, like, yeah not, not great. Um, and so it's, like, if that's all you have to go off of, like, if you tell me that, like, God is father and, like, my only understanding of father is bad, like, why would I have any interest mm-hmm. in, like, wanting to know that father? Um, and, like, I think it could, it's a both and because, like, on the turn, like, I think for me, like, there were so many moments in my life where, like, my, I, I, my dad's awesome. I love my dad, and, like, gym. um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my dad was just, like, always in my mind, like, the superhero of my life, like, in the sense that he worked similar, like, Ethan, to what you were saying, like, my dad was, like, big on, like, being the provider, like, he was gone a lot, like, he worked two jobs, was just gone, like, most of the days throughout the week, just because he was, like, out earning money and all that but um whenever my dad like was around like I always just like had this image in my brain where I was like oh like my dad makes everything right like if there's ever like people are upset or like there's things that are wrong like my dad comes in and he like fixes them Um and so then like when I was really young like learning about God the Father like I feel like that was something that was like so helpful for me to have like that comparison of like my earthly dad is proof that like a father can like, be good, and, like, a father can, like, provide, and a father can fix, and Mm -hmm. all these things, um, but, yeah, like, in turn, like, if that's not your experience, like, it is, it makes so much sense that, like, God the Father would not be, like, a comforting, like, term, and it would not be something where it's, like, oh, yeah, like, that's something I want for myself, um, but, yeah, I think a quality of a good, like, when I think of, like, the, the biggest quality of, like, what is a good father, a good father is loving and caring, um, and truly, like, yeah, sees you and knows you, um, as,
4: like, a child. hmm Love it. Um, as to the question of, like, why, why do I think it's hard for any of us to wrap our head around, like, how good uh, God the Father is and how much, he, how much good he wants to do for us. Um, I think even from a perspective of, like, having good father figures in your life... I think it can just be hard to understand, like, how big infinite is.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
4: you know, my dad's pretty good, right? And thank God for that. Um, but, like, imagining that, like, God loves me a billion, dillion times more <laughs> billion
3: than, billion.
4: than that. Like, I don't know. Like, my brain just shuts off. Yeah. Like, I can't mm-hmm. do that much math. Too big of a yeah. mystery.
0: Yeah. yeah,
4: too big of a so number. Um, <clears throat> and... um just yeah um and then of course on the other side just like you were saying like if your experience of fatherness is like hurtful and broken then like why would i even want to experience more of that you know like mm-hmm. god's dad well that's great yeah, my dad that. was terrible <laughs> yeah. you i think i'm good yeah um <laughs> so true. and I, I i think in that regard um which in ways we all can. Like my dad was far from perfect, you know? Yeah. If you're listening to this dad, let me tell you, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you dad. Um, <laughs> he, uh just knowing that like, if you have wounds from your own father or from your parental figures, just knowing that like God wants to restore you and to fulfill you beyond even your wildest expectations. Yeah. There's no wound that is, that is not fixable. Um, so I actually wanted to look at scripture because, you know, the Do word, like the logos, like what what greater example of of who God the Father is than from learning from his own word. Um, uh, so this is first John three one. Um, this is about how loving God is and how he wants us to be a part of our own identity. Um says See what love the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called the children of God. Yet so we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Um, So, I mean, first and foremost, like, God loves us so much that before any other aspect of our life, like, he he wants us to know that we're his kids. Like, he wants us to wear that as, like, a badge of honor. Um, You know, not that we're, like, you know, four good-looking holy people or that were associated with with Franciscan or um uh you know Ethan's really cute man bun like
1: before <laughs> for as, as
4: proud as we should be of all those things
3: For <laughs> any of them
4: God like wants us to like be able to proudly proclaim that like we're loved by him mm-hmm. um, and that that amount of love is uh you know I just saying amount. like crazy yeah um, and next, uh, this is from Lamentations. Yeah. Yeah. About, you guys forgot about that book, <laughs> didn't you?
1: Lamentations. Sad
4: hours.
1: There's a little game out there that's like, is it a Lamentations verse or a Taylor Swift lyric? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Lamentations. It's actually really
4: hard. <laughs> it is mostly Sad Boy Hours in the mm-hmm. book of Lamentations. Oh, yeah. Um, As the
0: name suggests. Suggests.
4: Um, but thankfully, these verses, these two verses are, are uh, much more positive and a good insight into to God the Father. This is Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 23. <laughs> um, it says, The Lord's acts of mercy are not exhausted. His compassion is not spent. They are renewed each morning. Great is your faithfulness. Mm. Um, so, not only is God just infinitely loving, but... Every day, he wants to restore us and renew us um, and forgive us for any ways which we may have walked away from him, um, mm. and that is all because of how faithful he is to us. Um, it's like I was saying with the the bowling alley vending machine, right? Like, <laughs> you know, even even at our our best and our goofiest, um, what we do wrong, he's still proud of us. But even even when we're not listening to him at all and walking completely away. Like he still has complete faith that we will come back to him. And so he's going to love us and and trust us all the same as if, um, we were still in his good graces.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, which is crazy. Um, so I have very few people in my life that have, uh, that level of mercy, right? Cause yeah. we're all human, you know, even, even, even the most saintly person, um, is going to have a hard time reconciling, um, when we do real wrong to them, but God just, you know, he doesn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he loves us, um, that much. Um, and then this is from the gospel of Matthew. This is a very common verse, but it's, it's good all the same. Um, This is Matthew 6, 26. Uh, Look at the birds in the sky. Mm. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they?
0: That's one of my favorite verses. It's so So
4: good. good. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what is there even to worry about? Like, Mm -hmm. he is always going to have our back. He's always going to provide for us. To the point where, like, the amount of grace we're allowed to receive as a human being is only as much as we're willing to take. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the capacity. This is as much as we want to receive. Like, God will give us a mountain's worth of grace Mm -hmm. tomorrow if we wanted it. Um, It's all... And that's not, like, on us in a bad way. It's on us in a good way. Yeah. Like, there's always more and more and more that God wants to do for us. And nothing is too... Big for him, and nothing is too small for him either. I think it's so easy to, um, not trust in God in like the really tiny little things. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but he wants he wants to be in every nook and cranny of our life. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and <laughs> every
4: nook and cranny. <laughs> every nook <every laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, and cranny. Uh, and and he has an answer um, to everything.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: but how good is our ABBA
2: so very good good. the most good
0: the most goodest the The goat if you will the (laughs) goat um yeah that's awesome and I was thinking back when Annalisa was talking about like uh qualities of a good father which I have like a short laundry list um (laughs) but yeah before I get to that I was just thinking about like we have like nowadays there are stay-at-home dads like maybe the mom in the family is the provider um the monetary provider if you will and the breadwinner. The breadwinner. Only if you will, though. Um, <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, in those cases, like, how is that father provider? And I think that in that case, like, he provides, like, the day to day care, the meals. Um, he provides, like, insight to that child, like, showing them, like, this is what, like, a present father is this is they they teach things they're teachers so they provide in so many different ways even if they're not the breadwinner breadwinner in the family Mm -hmm. um which i think is super important but a couple of things that i was thinking about when i think of qualities of a good father um is one they don't need to be perfect because they cannot be perfect um Mm -hmm. that's that's not going to happen you know if we're waiting for anyone in our life to like truly never make mistakes you were kind of saying like there's no one on earth as merciful as the father because we like we cannot be as merciful as him. Like, and we look around at the people around us. Maybe we want them to be perfect, but, um, and it's hard for us to be merciful when people are not perfect. But I think that good qualities of a father are that they are present, um, they're encouraging, supportive, um, they play and they teach with their kids. You know, at any age, you can play is like such a funny word because once you're old enough, you start to say, like, oh yeah, I was playing, blah, 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 with whoever. It sounds super childish, but like, why not? You know, we are a child. Um, so plays and teaches his children, um, treats them as though they're captivating. I just read captivating <laughs> recently, so that's yes, where every, that comes from. I love it,
1: like, every episode <laughs> comes up. she like, I was just reading captivating. <laughs> One day I won't
0: bring it up, but today's not that day. Um, but, he, yeah, he a father, a good father treats his kids as though they're worthy of his attention and his time. Mm-hmm. Um, he shares the burdens of parenthood. And let's be honest, parenthood, I'm not a parent, and I know that parenthood is a burden. Um, You know, sometimes, and in some circumstances, it's burdensome. Um, And a good father shares that burden with his wife, with his partner. Um, And he's a man who models a good marriage, treats his family, his friends, and others well. Um, And ultimately, he's a father who points to God the Father. Um, So you were kind of, when you told the story about your dad in the vending machine, I was just thinking, like, in that moment, your God, your God, your dad pointed towards God, the father by acting like a good father, um, by, by standing by your side and by helping you and teaching you and all these things. So, Mm -hmm. um, ultimately like a good father is one who points towards God, the father, whether that's explicitly, you know, like talking about scripture, talking about God, um, or just in the way that he models that relationship.
2: It makes me think of like, um, also going to first John, like when I, when I was in high school and I started taking my faith seriously and making it my own, one of the first scripture verses I ever memorized was First John four nineteen. We love because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it just makes me think that, like, you know, we're talking about, the, like, what describes God the Father. But I think at the same time, like, we need to run to the Father and, like, ask him who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ask him, like, to to reveal to <laughs> us, like, the the adjectives that he wants us to see him as. Because if we start, if God starts revealing, like, new words to us, it's not just going to speak life into us, but we're also going to start having like a new mindset to the people around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talked about, you know, we see God, the father as like our, our earthly parents or parental roles, but at the same time, like God can change that mindset. Mm-hmm. And like, God can very much give us new words, new adjectives. So think about not only him as God, the father, but also our earthly parents and like our earthly parental figures or um, male missionaries or, you know, whoever is, is in a mentorship or, or, you know, leading you to growth. Um, you know, that, that doesn't just have to be a parent. Like you can very much have friends or even like strangers, um, Mm -hmm. fill in parental roles, not, not specifically, but even in like small minor ways. Mm -hmm, Um, mm
1: -hmm. yeah. Amen. I was thinking too, um, like about the story of the prodigal son. Mm Um, I think like, yeah, like if oh. bringing up scripture, like if scripture, how did we not bring it up before now? <laughs> if it reveals anything about the father, like I think the prodigal son story is proof that like God will let us do what He like will let us do, you know? Because like He trusts that we'll come back, and like when we come back, like He like has arms wide open. Like I love the part of the um, story, of the prodigal son where um, it says like the father sees the son from a distance and like starts running towards him, like. Um I think that's like one of the most powerful images of fatherhood. It's like yeah. um all it takes is like the slightest little notion from you yeah. and like the father comes running. Like um and I think what a beautiful testament to like the way that the Lord loves us as father, um beyond like any comprehension of like earthly fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Um cuz yeah, it's like that's, like, outrageous mercy, like, yeah, mercy that goes against nonsensical, like every, yeah, yeah, every understanding that we would have of it, it's, like, mm-hmm. you could do everything and anything wrong and against God, and, like, still somehow, like, his love for us and, like, his mercy towards us is greater than that, and, like, that is, like, well beyond, like, the comprehension of, like, fatherhood, as we know, like, on earth, and, like, even it was just, like, humanness, like, it's, like, I could never imagine, like, loving the way that the father does, and, yeah. like, what a gift it is that like he loves us more than we could grasp and, um, that his mercy towards us is bigger than that. Um, but I guess like going in like my like final, like main point is just that, yeah, like what we've been saying is that like God is the perfect father. Like he's like above and beyond like what we could ever imagine. Like I loved like how you described it where it was like, it's almost like unfathomable. Like, um, it's hard to grasp. Like, even if you have a great dad, like it's like, it's hard to grasp because it's so much bigger than us. Mm -hmm. Um, and, I've heard it explained before that, yeah, like, our only understanding of, of abstract things is the concrete, like, so it takes a, it's really hard to, like, grasp things that are out of our understanding, because we can only understand, like, what's right in front of us, like, so, like, when we hear about fatherhood, it's so easy to be like, well, I I only get it based on, like, what my dad's like, or, like, what I've seen other dads, and, like, yeah, like, what you were saying, Pat, that it's so much bigger, and, like, that in itself is, like, overwhelming to even start with, it's, like, how do I even approach a father that's, like, so much greater than, like, I could even imagine? Um, Mm -hmm. But that, like, that's a good thing. It's a good problem to have that, like, the God (laughs) who loves you, like, more than anything else is just, like, too good to to understand, you know? It's, like, it's a way better problem to have than, yeah, like, if, like, oh, like, God is so terrible, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, what a gift it is that he's good and, like, he's better than, like, we could ever, like, really, truly get. And, like, thank
0: goodness that our level of understanding, like, doesn't change anything about God. Because, like, Pat and you and Ethan were saying, like, we'll never fully understand, like, how is it that he can be so radically different, like, from so many fathers, like, on earth? It's a mystery, and it's the kind of thing we're not going to fully understand until we're, mm-hmm. like, standing right in front of the Lord. But um, thank goodness that, like, us not being able to understand it with our tiny human brains, like, doesn't change just how good he is.
1: With your little pea brain. With your little
0: pea brain. Um, wow. Amazing.
1: Nobody
3: Asked. Uh, I
4: don't
3: know what you were doing. That was not the wavelength. We got it. You said Harmonize and
0: I thought
4: we actually were. Oh.
0: So uh, we we don't have the use of the the harp button as we normally do to intro into Nobody Asked, but the Mm -hmm. boys thankfully provided some intro music. But uh, today's Nobody Asked is, again, about reading because... um, We talk about it it. constantly, Mm -hmm. but before I get started on it, boys, do you guys read much other than maybe like scripture or necessary readings? Do you read for fun? I
4: I I have been reading
0: lately, fiction, nonfiction. It's
4: uh well both. Okay. Um, and I actually kind of have the two of you to thank for that because (gasps) it it became increasingly hard to listen to you guys (laughs) and everyone else talk about reading and how good it is and, and. and all these awesome things that it's been causing you to reflect on and, and sit there and be like, yeah, well, you know, I'm not going to read.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, has it been, like, a good experience, though, or are you still like, I don't really like reading?
4: Um, no, I'd say overall it's been a, a very positive experience. Um,
0: that's amazing. That's probably well, the read, highest compliment you could have ever paid.
2: You read Little Women. and <gasps> ha, ha, I was going to talk about days. Little Women. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. I, I uh, yeah. It to, so. took me like, two days to read. Wow.
0: And that's uh, a slow book.
4: Can be slow. I started off slow and then like I got about halfway through it and I and I, I I hit a point where uh, spoilers for he, he uh, hit a, a billion-year-old boy.
2: If you or, haven't
0: read it read it, skip about thirty seconds ahead. I right, got.
2: Well, but at this point you should have. What I was gonna say is he hit a point where he was sitting on the couch. <laughs> I came downstairs to you know, as I do because I don't read to watch TV.
1: <laughs> so there's and that
2: answer. sitting on the couch with a book and he, he just looks at me and he goes <laughs> I have to finish this by tonight. There's nothing else <laughs> I can't stop. That, I, That's that I can or will do tonight besides finish this book.
1: Honestly, like,
2: I totally he, get it. He was on the, the straight and narrow. I
0: shouldn't, like, sometimes I'll sit down and read my book, and I may be like, sometimes I'm only halfway through, but if I if you hit that point in the book... I don't care if I have to go to bed at yeah. 3 a.m.
1: tonight. Like, it genuinely, feels like I cannot do anything else in my life until I finish this. Book. No, like,
0: how how am I supposed to leave Keep this? Focus on something yeah. else and still be thinking about the fact that I just left on a cliffhanger. Impossible, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, not gonna happen. Exactly.
4: <laughs> okay, so
0: so Pat, it has been reading and it's been positive. That's fantastic. So did, wait, Ethan did, does did, not did read you for fun.
1: Little Women.
4: I, it, that night, yeah. Oh okay. I, well, yeah. Well, I got I got to the point where with Joe and Lori. Oh. And I was like, I'm like, this. what? I was like, I've been, wa- I've been waiting to find. I was, and I was like, I was like, oh, this is so great. Like, I'm so excited for them to get together.
3: And then this she said great- no. I was so you're telling me this recording
0: I- is gonna be so loud, but I don't
4: care. It, it obliterated me. But that's real life.
0: That is real life. That is real life. It's the realest fictional books we've ever read. Which, this is super off topic. I didn't plan to talk this much about Little Women, but we're going, (laughs) I just finished it as well. And um, my sisters and I were talking, and this will make more sense in a second. But um, I can't make myself like Amy March, and I don't have (laughs) any good reasons for it. But my sisters and I were talking, and the whole point of the book is to say that, like, all of the little women had like different paths in their lives and they mm-hmm. were they were all good mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like one of them being more rich did not make a difference one one of them being very poor didn't make a difference i won't spoil anything about beth um, <laughs> you know
4: <laughs> I, she's um, middle class dude, dude I, <laughs> catch catch the drift <laughs> rich poor was so, also a rough Did when, r- you cry? When i yeah, i cried quite a few I times i really, cried like, yeah. so and much i so <laughs> I a book is a li- li- I started it's reading as a book list that my dear friend Ding Dong. Thank you, Ding Dong. Um,
1: <laughs> Who is uh, Ding that? <laughs> That's
4: Delaney Saunders which oh.
1: um,
4: Thanks, bestie. Um, bestie. And I, she's. I remember when I first started reading. I was like, Oh, this is so great! I love the book. Like my <laughs> favorite's Beth for sure. That's the best. She's everyone's favorite. And Joan are so, so cool. Sweet. I wait. I can't wait for them to get together. Yep. I just remember mm-hmm. her being like. Oh, <laughs> not one, not one thing
0: uh, goes the way you thought it was. That's the way you wanted to. But anyway, so let me get into it really quick. Um, the nobody asked was supposed to be how difficult it is to forgive literary characters. Whether it's it's a character you liked and maybe they did something you didn't like or you didn't expect, hard to forgive them. Um, and to forgive the ones you don't like when they're like if if there's because this was my example with Amy. She burned joe's book sorry to spoil oh, again oh, and oh, and after redeem. that nothing she did could redeem her for me
2: mm. like literally <laughs> that thing
1: that was <laughs> it. she was like literally a child when she did it yeah my
0: <laughs> little sister was so mad she was like why don't you like her like she didn't do anything wrong and i was like well you're right she apologized she made things right and i still can't like her uh-huh. um so it's like so hard to forgive the characters that you the ones you love and the ones you don't uh-huh. love um and that was the thing and then i was reflecting on this afterwards when i was like typing this up and i was just thinking about how nice it is like okay so say in you know like any book like say a character dies like a character you loved it happens all the time because authors are sadists um they're cruel but what's awesome is that when you read that book again you get to like still have that character in front of you you get to like interact interact with them again like but they're they're there again until they die again and then that's kind of sad but um yeah, that was just my... And if anyone has any, like, short comments, please add, but it is very hard for me to forgive characters. Yeah. Because it's like they're there. I... They betrayed you.
1: Yeah. I feel like I... <laughs> well, I hold grudges to fictional characters often. Yeah. Every time I read... Like, I'll... Even... I feel like this way on, like, TV shows, too. Like, there's just, like, something about the fact that, like, when you're watching it, you feel like you understand yeah. everything. Like, more than, like, just, like, like... how
0: could you do this to me?
1: Yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, ugh. You feel like you're like the puppet master, where you're like, if I could have told you exactly what to do, like I would have known how this all could have played out. But (laughs) I, there's a book called We Were Liars. Did you read We Were Liars? Yeah. Oh yeah, we we read it together, together. right? Um, but I like had such a hard time forgiving the one. Like I was like, there is no way they could have been so stupid as to do what they did. No. Like there's just like I will never be okay with that. No, it's like. it eats you alive because you're like it's not even real like it's literally fictional and I just can't the worst
0: part is that like with with any book like you you're obviously not the author unless you are an author none of us are
1: but (laughs) you can't
0: go back and change that thing and it will like ruin your life forever Mm -hmm. right I hate it anyways as a reader do you have any thoughts on that? it's okay if not
4: (laughs) um no oh yeah I so I uh I also um read Where the Crawdads and, Yes! And, yes! Um,
1: Phenomenal. Yeah.
4: I, um... <laughs> I need to
0: add that you have a for
1: giving uh, yeah. um, Chase Andrews? Ew, like, why would you? you?
4: That's the That's the thing, is at the end of the, the, He's the kind, is kind is of guy spo- that can't be redeemed. This is right. spoilers for the entire book. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Skip Dude, the next get 40 seconds. Get,
4: really big scared. warning! <laughs> get <laughs> get out of here! Get out of
1: here! The Titanic um. sinks! What?! <laughs>
4: And at the very end, where we find out that she did kill Chase, that was I was like, so...
1: good,
3: good, <laughs>
1: good, queen. And I
4: then,
3: I, the good, I was like,
4: woo, let's go. And then I realized, I was like, maybe I should. I was like, all right. You guys shouldn't I was like, hold on. And then I'd you're like, how, how do I forgive
0: myself yeah,
4: for this? I was like, how do I glorify murder? Same. Yeah. Hi. <laughs>
1: Hi. You, you're 100 percent correct. I told so many people after I finished the book, I was like, I'm glad that she did it, and everyone was like, that like no way, like they were like, it was a good plot twist. But I'm, I'm a bad. Like, what can I say? I'm a I was bad like, person. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, that's serious. Nothing made me happier. <laughs> then like, did I know that it was eff- I was like, first of all, what an amazing plot twist because I really didn't think <laughs> that was yes. going to happen. Number two, I was like, the freaking God. necklace, I was like, exactly, exactly what I could have hoped for. What a good book. But yes, T-
4: talking about God the Father, father figures jumping.
1: <laughs> oh. Jumping,
4: <laughs> true dad. Look
1: when the parents like he had the like her, her like books in the window yeah. like a true like a uh, display. I literally cried. When listen, I if you
0: well, we don't have that many male listeners, but if you have a like substitute father in your life or like a foster father in your life, please thank them because mm-hmm. people like jumping. Real foster fathers, like people who take you in, like that is like the greatest gift you can give, like such a healing gift to people. So.
1: Mm-hmm
4: amen wow. wow all right guys here's the end of the spoilers for where you you to yeah. you this is where you could uh this is where you can come back now welcome back
1: welcome back. oh okay having... oh got it yeah, yeah. no yeah. you're good well, come
2: on back. welcome
1: back, so back yeah. In. yeah
2: wow truly <laughs> nobody asked nobody asked nobody asked, <laughs> nobody asked. <laughs> so i guess i actually i actually have a book even though i'm not a <laughs> reader. uh one of my favorite books, uh this might be an extreme example, is um Looking for Alaska. <gasps> I love okay, Alaska, read that? Yes. You start, yeah, but it you made me yes, so angry. You start the book and you immediately hate the book.
1: Yes. And hate this Alaska. Is true. And
2: hate Alaska and hate everybody. Oh, well, but the but the whole book is about <laughs> like her friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Doing
2: trying, the to the most the, for her. trying to do the most for her. This
1: is and she crazy. was like,
2: And I was like, you start out the book hating it, and then like you fall in love with the book. At the uh-huh.
1: end. It was and a really good one. It's a it's
2: beautiful good. book. It's also a great show. If you guys didn't know, Hulu made a miniseries about it. I didn't finish it, it, but I started it. It was a good show. I watched it in like, I mean, it's only eight episodes. <laughs> but great point. I watched it in like two days.
0: Alaska was, for me, a very unlikable main character.
2: Mm. Yeah. I
1: liked her. I like
4: Carol well often. <laughs> now Alaska by Maggie Rogers. Oh.
1: I've never seen that. Great. a
0: so <laughs> hot long. tip. Oh, it's a song.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're It's a great book. Great anyways. book, Shelby. Don't, don't worry, Shelby. We'll, we'll, we'll cut that out yeah. so yeah. no one knows how big know one. Nobody no, will know. No one okay. no knows how out of touch you are.
2: Yikes. I'm not a Maggie Rogers fan. You uncultured
0: swine. Now that's the actual end of Nobody Asked. Okay. So Wrap nobody it up for asks. us,
1: Annalisa. <laughs> But to tie up this whole episode, my closing point, and anyone can add if they have any closing points, is just that, yeah, we have all had broken relationships with earthly people. Like, and I think, aside from just fathers, but, like, bad relationships with parents, like, with friends, with, like, other people, adults in your life. Like, everyone's experienced, like, a rough relationship. Um, And that is something that I think, like, could close us off from wanting to have a relationship with the Lord, like we've talked about. But um, I think most importantly, and, like, what I'd love to, like, add on is just the encouragement that, like, the Lord, yeah, like, what we've said, like, he will not fail you, like, he exceeds, like, any and all expectations that you have, like, whether they're really low or really high, like, God the Father, like, blows anything that you have in your head of, like, what a father could be, um, and, like, exceeds it, and what a gift that is. So, yeah, I would say, like, seek him out and, like, trust that, like, even if, like, you have no understanding of, like, what a good father could be, like, Trust that like God will show that to you in prayer, mm-hmm. like what you were talking about. even, like ask the Lord, like who are you and like who am I? And oh, that ties into what we talked about with Colleen. But yeah, mm-hmm. like how Saint Francis said, like who am I or who are, who you, are you, Lord, and who, who am, I? am I? Um, I think that's exactly like yeah. what it comes down to like ask God who he is yeah. to you, and like he'll show you like what a true and like mm-hmm. amazing loving Father is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty okay. God. Amen. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> Big well thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for episode. joining us, guys.
3: Um, you're welcome.
0: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you're unfortunately going to have to listen to an episode that is a very low audio quality, very high content. Well, yeah. Quality. This is a
1: really. This is a really fun discussion. So. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. It was great. All right. <laughs> and thank you for everyone who listened today. And special thanks to Deacon Bob Rice for letting us use this podcast studio.
0: For all of those of you who are Christian or for those of you who pray, we would love if you could offer up in prayer this week. Um, For anyone who's been wounded by their earthly father or just has not yet um, encountered the love of God the Father who's perfect and who truly loves you. Um, For all those who are in the storm in Florida, I think it's almost passed now, but I could be totally wrong. But for my Uncle Dave and his dog Boo um, who are in Florida right now. Um, and for all of our students on campus as we near the Thanksgiving holidays and then the rush for grades to come in. Any other intentions?
2: All the dads out there.
0: For all the dads. all the dads. Mm -hmm.
2: All the boys. Mm -hmm. Or anyone who is a dad figure. How do I phrase this? Anybody who had to step up and be a father figure in their early life. Mm Um. That the Lord just provides for you and continues to show you how to be a father as well.
1: And we would love to pray for you. So please reach out to us on our social media. Follow us on Instagram at She's Too Loud. Or email us at She's Too Loud 21 at gmail.com.
0: And feel free to send episode suggestions and and prayer prayer intentions to these accounts.
1: And if you've ever been made to feel like (laughs) who you are is too much, just remember.
0: You are never too much.
1: You are more than enough.
0: And you are brave, strong, and beautiful.
2: Your besties,
0: Annalisa and
2: Shelby, and Pat, and Ethan, Bestie, Bestie
1: vibes,
3: vibes Only. <laughs> uh, now looky, looky, looky here, yeah. listen up, all you dorks Ooh. and geekers, uh, Turn up the volume on your buds and speakers Two girls, fresh pair Like genuine sneakers Breath of fresh air For you goons and freakers Just two girls, too cush Too good to be shush Two queens, two clowns She's too loud to turn down her fists Too loud, y'all, then I definitely mean it These ladies put the G In feminine genius What? What?